Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And that's how I figured out how to solve my identity crisis. <laughs> Let me tell you who you are every episode. Yes. Well, there you go. Now we know who he is and who I am, and welcome to today's episode. <laughs> We've got a few kind of cool random things to share with you today, but first, a couple of important announcements to share first, and they involve upcoming classes. So the first thing and the most timely thing that we want to remind you about is our Acquainting Yourself with Android five-week class, which begins, if you are actually listening to this on release day, on Thursday, August 15th. If you're listening after that fact, don't be alarmed because you can still join the class. But for those of you who don't know what this class is all about, in our free download section on the site, and I will link directly to this class for you, in our July free class, we did a class on comparing and contrasting the usage of iOS and Android with their respective speaking features voiceover and talkback. So we talked about what makes them different in terms of accessibility, what kind of things you want to know, and we ended the class by announcing this five-week class on Android. So if you want to listen to that preview call, it'll kind of give you an idea not only of what is coming up in this class, but also a little bit about the differences and similarities between something that you may already be familiar with, such as iOS, and Android if that is newer to you. If you're brand new to both the preview class or the July free class, which is kind of a preview class, will still help you. It'll still give you a lot of good information. But if you are interested in diving further into Android and how it works, then this five-week class is going to be amazing. We're really looking forward to it. We have been recording them already and they are insane. <laughs> Just in terms of the depth of material that we cover in class. So we talked about everything from how to pick the right Android device for you, initial setup, orientation to the device. We're going to do a deep dive into settings and configuring your device the way you want, including accessibility features, voices, things like that. We're going to talk all about apps, apps that may be pre-installed on your device, doing a tour of some of those apps, installing apps from the Play Store, how to find apps of interest to you. We're going to talk about a few blindness-specific apps like Bard Mobile, for instance, for Android. We're going to talk about Braille support on Android. I mean, this is five chalked weeks. Just tons of material is going to be in this class. And it's $49, which is a steal for what you're getting, frankly, for what's being offered in this class. The fun part about joining us live is that we can answer your questions after the main presentation of each class. And of course, for those of you who are new to us, we are demonstrating, demonstrating, demonstrating all the way through. So whether you're new to Android completely or you've decided, well, maybe I should check it out as an adjunct to my iOS device or I have neither iOS or Android, I don't have a mobile device at all of any kind, this may be an interesting class for you. Now, a couple people have brought up a point, and I want to mention it before I forget to do it, which is if you have a Braille Note Touch or a Braille Note Touch Plus, rather than taking this class, I encourage you to download the tutorial, which is free to you. So we're losing money by telling you to do this. It's free to you. It's a 15-hour, nearly 15-hour, lacks about 8 minutes, 15-hour tutorial on the Braille Note Touch Plus, and you can download that from our site. I'll link to it in the show notes for you. Really, it's going to be more relevant to you using the Touch because it is strictly based on the Braille Note Touch Plus. While the Braille Note Touch Plus does run on Android Oreo, you're going to learn specific information about the Touch itself versus learning about the Oreo operating system. That's probably a better deal. Now, if you're thinking about adding an Android phone to the mix or something like that down the road, sure, take the class. But if you strictly want to learn about using Android for your touch, please download the free tutorial that is available to you. That will really serve your needs well. I'm very pleased with how it turned out, and I hope you will 
enjoy the hours and hours. If you can listen to me for hours and hours, I'm very sorry about that. But <laughs> unfortunately, I'm your narrator all the way through, and you'll have to listen to me. But if you can get over that, I think there's a lot of great material that you will thoroughly enjoy. Registration is available. If it is past August 15th when you are listening to this, don't be alarmed. And for anyone who thinks they can't commit to this because of the time, it's at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday nights. And there's one Thursday night that won't be meeting because that's for our free August class, which we'll get to in a second. But if you are concerned about the time commitment or needing to meet at that time or your international, whatever reason you can't meet, we are going to leave registration open until 5 p.m. Thursday, August 22nd. So that's the second day of class. So you have until 5 p.m. Eastern Time on August 22nd, which is a Thursday, to register so that you can be in live with that second class or that we can make sure you've got the first week's recording so you won't get too far behind and you can catch up with these two weeks' worth of material because it is a lot of material that we're covering. That's one other reason we're doing the recordings. We want you to be able to go back and study and learn at your own pace in addition to being able to attend live if you wish and ask us questions. So registration will close completely on Thursday, August 22nd at 5 p.m. And you can join no matter what commitments you have going on because every call will be recorded for you. So don't let that stop you from registering for the class. Now, once registration is closed, however, if you go to the product online, you will be able to add yourself to a waiting list. And what that means is that when the live class is over and you want it as a product, which we normally do with our classes, we convert them into products. Once the product is complete, then you will receive an email and you can go in and purchase the product once it is available. So that's how that's going to work. Yeah, it's a wait list. So essentially you're signing up and you're being put on a list for notification when the product is available. And one of the things that makes the products really cool is our crazy daisy dude in residence, that would be Chris, <laughs> will navigate these things to within an inch of their lives and make them beautiful reference guides for you in daisy format or in mp3 format. So you have your pick, you can download both upon getting the product and you never know what we'll throw in in addition with the product. We'll just have to see how it goes. We'll be editing the Q&A portions of class, so you'll have those nice and edited for later use. But this is further down the road, so if you just want to come to class, get the MP3 recordings, and join us now, you've got that option as well. And I highly encourage it because it can be really fun to meet with your fellow classmates, find out where other people are struggling, what they want to know, and ask questions of us, and we'll be happy to attempt to answer. And for those of you who are very new to us, let me just remind you that we use this stuff on a regular basis. We are not sighted people who are trying to teach you as non-sighted people or partially sighted people how to use these products. We are non-sighted people who use this stuff both professionally and personally, and so we can share with you from that perspective. So we pride ourselves on doing that very honestly, very openly, and sharing what we know, and also sharing stories along the way of what we did that you may not want to do. <laughs> Or some things that we did that are cool. So, you know, hopefully that will make this class extra interesting and engaging for you to know that we kind of know where you're coming from and we're sharing from a blindness perspective in these classes. Speaking of classes, we're going to talk about August's free class, and that will be at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, a Thursday, August 29th. And that will be a discussion about Chromebooks. So if you don't know what a Chromebook is, or if you're curious to know what a Chromebook is, you want to know why you may or may not want one, then come to this class and we will be talking about Chromebooks. They're really cute. I can tell you that much about a Chromebook. Well, they're cute and they are Chromebooks. So we're going to talk about Chromebooks, Chromeboxes, what's a Chromebox versus a Chromebook. Why would you want a Chromebox versus a Chromebook? And with just their kind of names, you can kind of tell what they are. Chromebooks are laptops, and Chromeboxes are desktop devices. And if that's not confusing enough, I know Chris will mention Chromevox pretty extensively throughout class, too. <laughs> not to be confused with Chromebox or Chromevox. Is it Chromevox or Chromebox? 
it's I don't complex. know. That's, that's what I meant that you'd be talking about pretty extensively through class, because you'll kind of have to. Right. And what is Chrome Vox? It's can... Chrome's screen reader. Correct. <laughs> this is a little handy-dandy computer that will run Chrome and Google applications. So I think if you're particularly in the education sector or you're going back to school, that's one of the reasons we thought August would be a cool month to offer this. For those of you in those areas or for those of you who are just curious about what these cool little devices are. So Chris will be telling you a lot and I'll be asking hopefully lots of stupid helpful questions <laughs> along the way during the presentation portion and you guys will be asking lots of great questions I know afterwards as well. So really looking forward to this. I don't have a Chromebook but I've certainly seen enough of them and he might actually talk me into getting one at some point. We'll see. The nice thing about a Chromebook is you can get relatively inexpensive Chromebooks and you can get relatively expensive Chromebooks. So it really just depends on what you want. Kind of like Android devices. Yes. So now we're going to move away from Android and Chrome and Google devices and we're going to move to another behemoth. Amazon! Yes, the assistant or lady who starts with the letter A. <laughs> so if you have a lady who starts with the letter A, we're going to attempt not to set anyone's off. During post-production, we can kind of make that happen, so don't worry about having to turn yours off for the next couple minutes. We actually have a couple cool things about A-Lady we want to share. The first one, though, is particularly neat, and how did you find this? Do you remember how you came up with this cool little thing? Saw it somewhere, heard about it somewhere, I really couldn't remember. It is a clock. He told me about it, and I thought it was the neatest little thing, and the story behind my obsession is when I moved into my current home, Almost 10 years ago, it'll be 10 years in October, I really badly wanted a Black Forest cuckoo clock from the Black Forest. I was so excited, I really wanted one very badly. And one thing led to another, and I didn't have a lot of money at the time, and so I ended up buying a different little clock, and love it, have used it, and have enjoyed it. It was just a little table clock or desktop clock. But I really wanted, at some point, to get a German cuckoo clock. Well, I never have. Eventually, I still would like to. What this skill, and it is a skill for A-Lady, allows you to do is to have multiple clocks that you can utilize with A-Lady. So you get the beautiful sounds, and you get to tell time with these little clocks. Now, we'll tell you a caveat about that as we go through, but let's have Chris kind of open the skill, I guess, and... Maybe we can see some help things about it, and we can kind of show you more about what this is. This is called Audible Clock, and it's spelled just like the company and things that are audible to your ear, A-U-D-I-B-L-E. So if you look up Audible Clock, you can find it among skills, or you can ask her to enable Audible Clock. Launch Audible Clock. Welcome back to Audible Clock. Due to popular demand. You can now specify how frequently a clock chimes whenever you choose a clock that normally goes off every quarter hour. We hope you enjoy this new feature. To start an audible clock, just tell me the name of the clock you want to use. Say something like, Australian clock, stock market clock, or say, what clocks do you have? Now, tell me, what would you like? What clocks do you have? I have traditional, talking, musical, animal and premium clocks. Which type do you want to hear about? Traditional, talking, musical, animal, or premium? Traditional. Great. My traditional clocks include mantle clock, grandfather clock, and Big Ben. To start a clock, just say its name. You can also say, more, to hear more traditional clocks. More. Okay, my last two traditional clocks are, ship's bell. And cuckoo clock. To start a clock, just say its name. Cuckoo clock. Would you like Cuckoo Clock to chime every quarter hour, half hour, or hour? Quarter hour. Okay, starting Cuckoo Clock. 
The first chime is due to sound in about five minutes. Now this is where Chris gets to turn up the mix because we'd love for you to be able to hear what's happening now. Set the volume to 10. It's still really low. We don't know if you can hear it, but we'll try and turn it up in post for you to get an idea. But you can actually hear. The ticking of a clock. The ticking of the cuckoo. You better turn her back down or she's going to absolutely scare us in a couple seconds when she goes off. <laughs> Set the volume to seven. What time is it? The time is 12.56 p.m. So you'll get to hear the actual cuckoo in just a second. Basically, the way this works is it's a stream. So you're hearing a stream of... A ticking clock. The ticking clock, and then right on the hour or right near the hour, you'll hear the time. Now, a lot of people have rated this thing rather poorly, and I suspect that part of the reason for that, at least, is that it's not absolutely 100% accurate. Chris and I both had a clock going a couple days ago. His chimed about 30 seconds before mine did. And mine chimed about 10 seconds before my computer did. So you're not looking at atomic perfectness, <laughs> as it were, for these times. But I don't think it would be more than about 30 seconds off, do you? No, probably not. You wouldn't think. What's cool about this is it's your little clock. And people are doing fun things with them. They'll work with their kids and they'll like build little clocks and they'll like put them in a box. And what a lot of people are doing is they're purchasing Amazon Echo Dots and they're using them exclusively for their clock. So they can hear the chimes and they can hear the ticking and they can put it somewhere in the house and they can actually, like a lot of people are doing, as I said, projects with their kids or crafty projects where they're kind of building the clock around it. So, of course, you won't actually be able to look at it and see the time unless you're using, like, an Amazon show or a spot or something like that. But you can still listen and enjoy the... The, the rhythmic ticking yes. that, the, that the clock makes. And we'll show you grandfather clock in a second because it may be a little more conducive to showing you the tick-tock because all these ticking is different on each clock. But it's cool because it kind of gives you that ambience and it gives you that experience. Most people, they aren't looking at their clock when it chimes the hour anyway, necessarily. I mean, they're off doing other things and they hear it in the background. So you're using it like anyone else would, really. I love this one, but I kind of like them all. They're, a lot of them are really cool. Some of them are just silly and fun, but a lot of the traditional ones I like particularly. And if you notice, too, it said premium, so you can actually buy more clocks. Yeah, we'll show you in a second, because kind of give you a better idea as to what's offered, but there are some really neat ones. And there you have it. And there you have it. And my computer clock does still say it's 1 p.m., so she's still on the right minute anyway. <laughs> my clock chimed, and then about three seconds later, it chimed. So, my watch or my clock on my computer is synchronized to the atomic. So it's so, not bad. No. It's not that far off at all then. We're leaving these on like 24 hours a day. Launch Audible Clock. Welcome back to Audible Clock. Looking for a simple talking clock that announces the time once per hour? Just ask for Alexandra, then say, hour, when asked how often you want it to chime. To start an audible clock, just tell me the name of the clock you want to use. Say something like, ship spell, British clock, or say, what clocks do you have? What would you like? Grandfather clock. Would you like grandfather clock to chime every quarter hour, half hour, or hour? Hour. Okay, starting grandfather clock. The first chime is due to sound in about 59 minutes. And the ticking is really no different. Oh, it's the same ticking? It's the same ticking, yes. Oh, I thought you'd be able to hear the pendulum swing. I thought they were different. That's a little disappointing. I actually thought they were all different for each clock. I thought the ticking of the grandfather would be decidedly different from Cuckoo. Now, another thing to note about this skill 
is if you start music or your news brief or something like that, you're going to lose the clock. And I think that's another reason that people don't necessarily rate this well, is that if you start some other task, obviously, your skill's going to go away. Your clock's going to go away. It Correct. doesn't do background clock. No. Which is why a lot of people are spending, you know, 30 bucks or whatever and buying themselves a device and using it exclusively for their little clock. Show them what's available in premium. Hello. Launch audible clock. Tick-tock. The time is 1.02 p.m. To start an audible clock, just tell me the name of the clock you want to use. Say something like, cuckoo clock, ship spell, or say, what clocks do you have? What would you like? Premium clocks. My first three premium clocks are, cat clock. Hickory dickory dock. And Big Ben. To start a clock, just say its name. You can also say, more, to hear more premium clocks. More. Some of my other premium clocks are, guitar clock. Bird song. and chicken clock. To start a clock, just say its name. You can also say, more, to hear more premium clocks. More. Okay, my last two premium clocks are, ship's bell, and stock market clock. A talking clock that gives you a brief stock market update during market hours. To start a clock, just say its name. Stock market clock. Keep track of both the time and the stock market with this talking clock that gives you a brief market update during U.S. trading hours. As a Prime member, you save 39 cents. Your price is just $1.60 plus tax. Would you like to buy it? Yes. Please say your four-digit code to confirm the purchase. Great. You have successfully purchased stock market clock. Would you like stock market clock to chime every quarter hour, half hour, or hour? Quarter hour. Okay, starting stock market clock. A talking clock that gives you a brief stock market update during market hours. The first chime is due to sound in about 10 minutes. So Chris just bought himself a new clock. <laughs> So some are free, obviously, some are premium, and there are various categories, as we saw when we first opened this skill up. So it's cool. It's fun. Speaking of cool and fun, if you would like to have a device with which to utilize your new Audible Clock skill, we still have some second-generation dots available for you. Now, these don't sound as awesome as third-generation dots. We know that. But... For this purpose, that would be cool because they're little and they run off of micro USB, which is great because everyone has some micro USBs laying around. And of course, if you buy a second generation dot from us, it will include our Echo tutorial. So Absolutely. if you don't have an Echo tutorial yet and you would like one with a dot included, <laughs> you can get that and we will send it to your door and your tutorial will be on an SD card in the box. We have a very limited quantity of the second-gen dots and will not be restocking the second-generation We will not dots. be restocking them, no. So if you would like one and you would like to use it for, a, certainly you don't have to use it for Audible Clock, but if you'd like to use it for anything at all, if you're new to the Echo, you're not quite sure, you're kind of skeptical, then this may be something you want to check out and kind of see if it's something that works for you. Particularly if you're reading a lot of audio books, things like that, the second-generation dot would work perfectly well for that. You know what it would also work perfectly for is hooking up a set of speakers. Yes, indeed. So if you have a nice stereo that you want to make an Echo device, you can connect your dot to the stereo. You can connect to a set of speakers, Bluetooth, wired, whatever you want. So it's not really just that it's not going to sound good connected to your main stereo. It's going to sound good connected to whatever you connect it to 
but the built-in speaker isn't the greatest sounding speaker. If you want to take it outside and hook it up to your favorite humongous Bluetooth speaker that sounds awesome for those late summer pool parties, you could do that as well. I'd make sure you kind of shelter her a little bit from getting splashed, but you could absolutely do that as well. So you can use your Bluetooth, you can use your wired, got all sorts of different options available. So as Chris said, we just have a few of these available. We are not going to restock them, so if you would like one, we would be very happy to offer you one, of course, with the tutorial as well. Yeah, and the other thing you want to keep in mind, too, is if you're dealing with the Echo Dot and you want to take it outside, play with it with your device, you can connect it to a battery pack. And you can run the Echo Dot on your little battery pack. As long as you're within your wireless Wi-Fi range, you have all of your features and it is portable. You could also get little speakers that they have where you can kind of fasten the dot to the speaker and in the speaker there's a battery so it runs off of that speaker as well so if you wanted to do that you could do that as well we don't carry the speaker however we do carry the talking power bank we do it's a 10,000 milliamp power bank and you can check that out on our site I'll link to it in the show notes and get an idea of what it sounds like and how it works but it would definitely work with your dot so now we're going to switch away from Echo for a little bit, and we're going to talk about something that we all really don't want to do, and that is house cleaning. But your house gets dirty, and you need to clean it. And you want to make sure, especially if you have kids or pets, you want to make sure that your floors are as clean as you can get them. And steam is a very, very good way to do that. And Chris just found a little goodie the other day, and I encouraged him to get it. Because it is a Bissell, and it's a Bissell steam mop. Specifically, it is the Bissell Powerfresh Deluxe steam mop. And it's on Amazon for what? 89 I think. 89 yeah. I bought mine. Re- they're calling it renewed now instead of refurbished. Yes. So you can buy things that are, quote, renewed, quote. And I think I saved about... 10 bucks or something like that, 7 to 10 bucks, and I bought this, and I got it yesterday, and I already kind of sort of figured it out just by trial and error, but having said that, I did call Katie, an IRA agent, this morning to figure out exactly what the buttons were, and she took the time with me to figure out one that I had it plugged in, which was kind of <laughs> funny. I says, oh, I says, yeah, I used it last night. And she goes, well, press the power button. So I press the power button. She goes, do you, I go, do you see any light? She goes, no. And then she said, and I said at the same time, it's not plugged in. Because I unplugged it last night when I was using it. Which, you know, for safety, you don't want your power cord plugged in all the time. in the way that it would have been tripping people in front of the door and stuff like that. It's not a good idea. So anyway... She said, hit the power button. So I hit the power button and she was telling me that the light was flashing and then the light was solid. And then she was also telling me she could see within the reservoir that the water was actually starting to boil. I thought that was really, really neat. She was able to see that. We were waiting, 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 and I could feel the back of it getting warm. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you do? (laughs) You know? Because I only, like I said, yesterday I played with it and I got it trial and error. So I must have done something right. But what happened was, is you're supposed to wait until the light stops flashing and grows solid, which is about 30 to 45 seconds. It says it can heat up within 30 seconds. I set a timer and it didn't seem to do that. But what happens after you press the power button to turn it on and it's, it's heated up, You press the power button again, and then under the power button, there are two other buttons, and one is up and the other is down, so you can control how much steam you want pushed out of your mop. And the mop has pads that you can remove. You can actually take the mop apart and use it as a, you can get into the grout, because it's got 
uh, an end on it that's attached that you can scrub your grout with and your things like that. So it's really, really nice. One person was saying in the reviews on Amazon that she's got those beautiful Spanish tiles that are really, really tough to clean and how much she loved them and she could let her year-old son play on the floor now and she wasn't concerned. At least I think that was the same review. I read several reviews of it. But the onboard scrubby brush thing sounds really cool. And then I think the pads, one's more of a scrubby pad mm-hmm. and, you know, has a little more, if you were cleaning stuck on messes or something like that on your floor. And the other one's a soft pad. Right. So you can take them out, you can throw them in the washer, you're done, you don't have to worry about it. And you can buy extra pads too. One person was saying in the reviews she wanted to buy some extra stuff, extra pads and stuff, so that she wouldn't have to stop if she was doing a very long cleaning job in her house. So she could just plop on another one and not have to stop and wash one. There are a couple of really nice features that this particular mop has. And one is the ability to have discs. They're special scented discs that you put into the mop. There's a little tray that slides out near the bottom of the mop. And you put the disc in and then you slide the disc into that mop. And that's supposed to give your floors a nice fresh scent when you're, you know, cleaning. You don't need them. Mine, apparently, because it was renewed, it didn't come with the two discs. So I didn't get to see what the two discs were like. I might look in the box just to make sure that they're not there before it goes out next week. Maybe I did get them, but I couldn't find them. But I didn't really look hard enough. They're probably real small, too. They're probably something little itty-bitty in a package. They look like they are probably the size of maybe a silver dollar, just from the little sliding tray thing that Mm -hmm. comes out. So, like you said, they're not very big. So I will take a look again and see if I can't find them. The other thing is it comes with a pitcher with a little funnel. And that is a pitcher as in not a picture. P-I-T-C-A-T-R. Right, exactly. (laughs) So what it does is you can take that pitcher and you can fill it with water. And then you flip up the little top of the reservoir. And then you can dump the water into the reservoir with the pitcher. But you can store the pitcher on the handle. So it kind of slides down the handle and then kind of grips onto the handle. So your pitcher is always there when you need it. There's nothing worse than trying to find the dumb thing when you're trying to fill up your device. I wouldn't suggest putting the the main thing into the sink and trying to fill it up that way. I would fill it up another way. But it's nice that it comes with the pitcher. I like that it has two different levels of steam. So depending on what you are doing, you've got like high steam and low steam. Got that option available to you. I had a Han for years. I still have it. And you get what you get. (laughs) It's one level of steam. So I like that you can choose between levels of steam. And I also like the fact, as with my old Han, it's got a really long, in this case, 25-foot cord. Right. And you can wrap the cord. It's got the two things like a vacuum would have where you can just wrap the cord around it. You can do that kind of stuff. The warm-up time is 30 seconds. I'm sitting on Amazon while we're talking, and I'm looking at specs. So it takes about 30 seconds to warm up. I think in your estimation, you would say wait a little longer than that. I would say wait 90 seconds at least. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can't find online, and I'm looking for it on the Amazon site, is trying to find how much cleaning time you get for your one tank of water and I've been unable to find that so far. How much did you clean last night? I cleaned the kitchen floor. I cleaned for about, I don't know, five minutes, ten minutes, something like that. Just mm-hmm. went over and over and over stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like the IRA agent said you have to press the power button, wait, and then press the power button again and then you, you select what steam you want. So you want to make sure that you get that right. You can always Feel the back of it, but I would be cautionary about feeling the back of it because you are dealing with heat and steam. Very hot water. Yes, you don't want to burn yourself. But if you're just touching it, you know, you could feel the heat coming from it. So that's one way to tell that it's on. I wonder if you could put your ear close to it and hear that that water's boiling. No. No? No. With my little hawn... I remember you actually could, and I thought that was a really interesting thing. You can always kind of 
get near the tank. Kind of like your Keurig, you know, if it's starting to make your coffee, sometimes you can hear it a little bit. But maybe maybe you can, maybe you can't. I don't really know. I've only had it since yesterday, but I sure. did try that trick. And when it was hot yesterday for me, when I was feeling it, I couldn't hear the water. But then again, it's next to a water cooler. So I might have been hearing something, but not what I thought I was hearing. Sure. So. Anyway, Chris is going to give us a little demo of what this thing sounds like so you can have some idea of what it's like. How do the pads attach, just out of curiosity? Are they Velcro on? No, they kind of hug it. Oh, they hug it? Okay. Yeah, they, you put them on, and then they got like an elastic band around it. You bring it up the top of the um, the mop, and it they just kind of like snap on. It, it's really held by elastic. That's cool. So here I am in front of my steam mop, and it looks like a, just your mop, your standard mop. There's a handle on the top, and if you go down, there's a screw that came with the inside the package. It was actually taped to the top of the handle, and that screw holds the handle to the rest of the mop. And I was able to just thumb screw it in. I didn't even bother with, you know, using a screwdriver, which I probably will do a little bit later on. You have the pitcher that I was talking about, like a little pitcher, and there's a, a spot where you can, you know, pour the water out into the reservoir. And on the back of the pitcher, you can feel how it just can grip onto the handle of the mop and you heard that just snap right onto the handle you know it's really for storage I don't think that I would you know have it there while you were using the mop itself if you go down further on the mop now that the pitcher is off you can feel the top of the mop it's kind of at an angle and you can flip it up and there's where your water goes nice little hole for your water the little lid flips up and flip it back down then if you move down a little bit more and there's the reservoir where the water is that a sighted person can see and then you go down and this is at the front of the machine you've got three buttons power up for steam and down for steam. So I'm going to, while I'm talking here for a second, press the power button. You can hear it's got a little click to it. And then if you go down further, you can feel the kind of like the little brush that's attached. And on the mop, you've got a little thing where you can, in the front, you can pull out and there's where your scented disc goes and yeah it's a little bit bigger than the silver dollar but it's not super super big so you put the disc in there and then you slide it closed and it snaps in so now on the bottom you've got the pad and the pad is kind of coming up the sides and around and it's kind of sitting on the top you know it's you, you you kind of tuck it in and the pad is there and the other pad it's like Kim said one is kind of a scrubby pad and the other one is more of a soft pad so the soft pad actually came pre-installed on the mop so, I think that's been more than 30 seconds since I pressed the power button. I'm going to press it again. And then I'm going to press the steam up button. And nothing. So I'm going to press the power button again. I can feel the back of it and the front of it getting a little bit hotter than, you know, so I would probably let it go for 90 seconds, two minutes, something like that. And you can feel the, you can feel the, the front. I can feel it right here. It's getting a little bit warmer. I'm trying to see if I can hear it, which I can't. So let's hit the power button again. 
Actually, the front is now becoming warmer. I did not hit the power button. Let's hit the power button now. And then we're going to hit the steam up button. Still nothing. And there it is. So it's a little bit of trial and error. You can hear it pushing out the steam. So if I roll this across the floor or push this across the floor, this floor is now getting steamed. So let's see what happens if I press the steam up button again. Multiple times. And press the steam down button again. Multiple times. See if it makes any difference. It does not sound like it's... Yes, it does. So I'll press the steam up again. You can hear it change. And it is now steaming. And I'm going to press the power button to turn it off. And it is off. Now, if I look near the bottom of the bottom where the the steel brush thing is you can feel like a little lever so you push down on this lever and pull up and then you can remove the steamer from the the base of the mop the steam is going to come shooting out of the hole here in the bottom you should be able to take it and scrub scrub your floors with the steam Obviously it's not on, but I'm just demonstrating so that you can hear the brush go across the floor. So you've cleaned your house from top to bottom. Everything's steamed and clean and happy. But you are tired. And you want to do anything but clean your house anymore. You know what I want to do? What? I want to go on vacation. You want to go on vacation? I do. You don't want to see your house for a little while now that it's nice and clean? Okay. Exactly. Well... I think we can solve that problem for our listeners. Well, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> okay. So we're going back to our A friend, and there's another skill. It's called virtual vacation, and it's really, really, really neat. It's awesome. And what it does is it allows you to go on a virtual vacation, and it doesn't really cost you anything other than the possibility of a premium skill if you want the premium vacations, which was like dollar and a half dollar yeah it was nothing something it was less than it was way less than you'd pay for a plane ticket that's for sure well that's true <laughs> and you don't even have to be afraid of heights you don't so we're going to try this now we're going to say Alaska. launch virtual vacation welcome to virtual vacation we hope you have an amazing trip say the name of the destination you'd like to visit or you can ask me to name the choices, or check your passport. Name the choices. Which type of destination would you like? Relaxing, city, experience, or fantasy? Experience. You can experience scuba diving, kayaking, fairground. Would you like one of these or another one? Fairground. Have a safe journey, transporting now. Enjoy the fairground. And it's really, really cool because 
as you can tell, it feels like or sounds like you're moving. Stop. Okay, welcome back. We look forward to you traveling with us again soon. Launch virtual vacation. Welcome to virtual vacation. Get ready for an immersive audio trip. Say the name of the destination you'd like to visit. Or you can ask me to name the choices, or check your passport. Check my passport. Let's take a look at your virtual passport. You have obtained the City Explorer stamp, so can now travel to Bali. You have received the Ultimate Relaxer stamp, so can now travel to Indonesia Wildlife Trek. You have the Experiences Expert stamp, so can now travel to Japanese Festival. You have the Global Traveler stamp, so can now travel to Singapore. Now say the destination you would like to travel to, or ask me to list the options. Singapore Sit back, close your eyes and relax. Let's travel. Welcome to Singapore. Alexa, stop. Welcome back. Please be careful when removing virtual bags from the invisible overhead locker. They may have moved in transit. Launch virtual vacation. Welcome to virtual vacation. Pack your virtual bags and take a trip with us. Say the name of the destination you'd like to visit. Or you can ask me to name the choices, or check your passport. Name the choices. Which type of destination would you like? Relaxing, city, experience, or fantasy? Relaxing. You can visit countryside, beach walk, rainforest hike. Would you like one of these or another one? Rainforest hike. Have a safe journey, transporting now. Amazon rainforest hike. Stop. Okay, your virtual vacation has now ended. Bye bye now. And some of these vacations, like fantasy, is I believe the premium category, and I believe yes. you actually get more within some of these other categories if you purchase the premium content. But that rainforest hike, you can listen to that for a long time, and you're just literally walking through the rainforest, and you can hear the footsteps and. The story parks and, a lot like that too. It's yes. insane. I mean, yes. Some of it is just amazing. They're all really fun, immersive experiences. And definitely, if it's something that interests you, it's worth your three bucks or whatever it is to buy the paid version because you do get all of them. And they are very, very well done. It's just a lot of fun. Now, obviously, once again, as with Audible Clock, if you start something else like playing some music or something on your A Lady, you're going to lose it. So, right. just something to keep in mind. But this is absolutely such a fun way to utilize her. And if you want to use her at night or sometime during the day when you just need five minutes of just you time, it is a very fun way to have a really fun virtual experience. I like the one where you can walk through the fairgrounds and you are literally moving through the fairgrounds. I didn't let these things play for any length of time because we didn't want to bore people but it gives you a taste of what it sounds like and you can just you know just listen to it and i think it'll eventually loop if it does it's not an obvious loop no it's very pleasant i think i listened to italy long enough for it to loop i don't know if i think it might be venice or something like that and i think it eventually did loop because i was hearing some similar things but it's as Chris said, not at all noticeable, and it's just, it's fun. It's beautiful. I like the cities, too, because you hear people speak the language of those cities, you know, which is very fun. I think there's Like when we were just in Singapore, yes. Singapore. 
Mm -hmm. So you get to kind of hear what's going on and get an idea of kind of being an armchair traveler to that city, which is very fun. Or scuba diving. Or scuba diving. That's one of my favorites, too. I haven't really even checked that one out yet. So let's do that really quickly before we end. Launch virtual vacation. Welcome to Virtual Vacation, your virtual travel specialist. Say the name of the destination you'd like to visit, or you can ask me to name the choices or check your passport. Scuba diving. Your virtual plane is departing now. Enjoy scuba diving. Yeah, see, that would be totally relaxing. Very. There's a oh. dolphin swim, too, which is very fun. Okay, we hope you enjoyed your trip. Bye-bye now. And on this note, I think... We'll swim away. <laughs> we'll swim away, and she said the magic words. Bye, everybody. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.